Hey, babe, it's Paige. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast audience of awesome women is growing with every episode, and I'm dying to connect with you personally. So if you'd like to chat, text the word pivot to my new number, 213-325-4600. There, you can enter your contact info and you'll immediately find helpful links for some one-on-one support in either getting organized or making your next pivot with confidence. Again, you can text the word pivot, P-I-V-O-T, to 213-325-4600. And that number will also be linked in all the show notes. Then we can start a conversation about how I can support you these days. I can't wait to talk to you soon and join forces because we are better together. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, I'm Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything With Style. I've built a business helping busy moms of littles get organized in three simple steps. Like many of my clients, I love being a mom and I also desire more. If you've ever felt that stirring in your heart, that whisper or really loud voice that keeps you up at night, then you are in the right place because this is not a solo mission. Whether you're a little curious or totally ready to be a mom, boss, and use your God-given gifts to serve others, step into your calling, turn your passions into purpose, and still make it to the carpool line on time, then girlfriend, it's time to pivot. I've got you, now let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. I am very excited because not only do I have an incredible guest on today, but I'm just putting it out there, I have a co-host and that co-host is Furry. And he is our new French bulldog, Thor. So he might decide at any point during this episode that he's going to share some thoughts with our guests. But main attraction is Nicole Shaka. I am dying to get into all the chats today with her because I got to meet her recently in person, which was so much fun and exciting. I will tell you a little bit more about it in a sec. But um, we actually met for the first time a couple of weeks ago at Fem Powered Live Shout out to the incredible Samantha Joy. We love her like crazy. She is our publisher with Landon Hale Press. So on that note, I just spilled the beans. This is how I know her. We are both Landon Hale Press authors. So Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Look at your little nugget face. I just love you. I can't can't stand it. Nugget face, which I confess that I'm wearing a hat today, my Aviator Nation hat for you, because I feel like I see you in a lot of Aviator Nation. I love that. Um, And that has probably a lot to do with what it is that you do. But truth be told, I'm getting my roots done tomorrow and getting a good healthy haircut. So that, you know, we got to love a hat. So the hat is working in lots of different ways for me today. But Nicole, why on earth? Would you be wearing all these Aviator Nation things, all these super casual, comfy clothes that allow you to move? Tell people, what do you do? Who are you? Tell us all the things. Let's start there. This is so loaded. It's just such yeah. a loaded question. Um, I, I almost actually reached out and said, hey, send me a bio. And I was like, no, your energy is unparalleled. Like, I actually just want you to do most of the talking today. I, you got it. You got it. I never <laughs> say no to talking, for better or for worse. Um, so thank you. I'm so excited to be here. You're an absolute delight. I know your your listeners 
adore you as much as I do. I mean, I, I'm just new to you, but I'm, I feel like, I feel like we would have been buds from day one, no matter when it was high school and beyond. Like I can just, you're just everybody's girl. And I love that. Um, I love you. So yes. School because we both, by the way, love theater and we were both theater. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, I am a mobility specialist and a yoga teacher and a children's book author and a mom to a 10 year old and uh, I guess a former professional dancer and actor, but um, I still do that here and there on the side. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, but I'm my whole mission in life is to help people feel ageless so that they can stay in their bodies and not feel as though they the age is dawning on them rather that they are in charge of that so that they are spirited and they're not using a cane way before they have to, and they can get up and down the floor from the floor and up and down the stairs and pick up their French bulldogs and do all the things that you want to do without being in chronic pain and discomfort. And that's my goal. So that's what I do. Oh, love that. And I teach yoga at Aviator Nation in Santa Monica. I'm definitely going to have to pop in and either witness that or actually get on the floor. Do it. You're going to do it. I need to do it. I need to do it. Uh, And you said Santa Monica. I go to the one over in Malibu a lot. I think it's a little closer to me, but I got to find you in Santa Monica. Yeah. It's just a little day trip. No big deal. Awesome. (laughs) And if you guys are locals, please join us. By the way, when and like, how does that work? Do you want to talk about it and tell us about now I'm blanking because I'm on the spot, but it's still sweat, sweat and stillness. There we go. There we go. It's Okay. Tell us a little bit about that. What sure. Point? So the Aviator Nation class is an in-person, in real life class that I teach at Aviator Nation Ride in Santa Monica on the weekends only, Saturday and Sunday mornings. So that's just like all levels, yoga, music curated for fun and for feel good times. So that's that. You can get on the app or call there. But I also have an on-demand platform, which is where I spend the majority of my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yep. is also in my garage. Uh, where it all takes place. But that is a platform for fitness and wellness where I uh, train folks and teach live weekly classes and do strength programs and assess people with the cars routine and from a mobility standpoint. So that is my virtual home where I do the work that I do. And I love it so much. You just said something that I would love for you to elaborate on. Let's just go this route. At first, I thought we were going to talk the book. We're going to get to the book, but I would love for you to share with us what CARS, C-A-R-S is. Let's talk about it. And by the way, I need to share first. I fell in love with you when I met you at Fem Powered Live, which by the way, I have been talking about this in the last couple of episodes. You all do not sleep on this. Come and join us again, Denver, Colorado, April 26th and 22nd. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to be there? Yeah. I already have my ticket. It's so great. I just want to like gather up all the people and be like, please come experience what we experienced in August. It was fantastic. Uh, But that was something that you talked about a bit from the stage. And P.S., you sort of skimmed over and were very modest about maybe in a former life was a dancer. I'm going to say what Sam told us when we were at the Barnes and Noble at the Grove doing the book signing. She said it Uh again. But I loved when you were on stage and we saw just casually MC Hammer popping up on the screen. Don't even, we're going to get to cars, but tell me about MC Hammer. And here's the hard hitting question. Was he too legit to quit? Because I feel like you had to move on from him, but like to do all these amazing things that you're doing in your life. But 
Was he, was he amazing? Yeah. So that was, I did dance with MC Hammer in a nationwide commercial. So it was one time. Okay. One time. However, I was the, there was just two dancers booked on that job. So he brought in his regular tour dancers who have been with him for decades and they are beasts. Okay. Paige, like if you're in the dance industry, there's like working dancers and then there's like beast mode dancers. And then there's everybody else that's kind of like hit and miss. I'm sorry to say it. This is just, it is what it is. You're kind of following, you're falling into these categories. His dancers are beast mode, meaning they move in ways that you're just, I don't care how much training you've done. You have to be blessed by God to have Mm -hmm. these skills, right? So that's who they are. Myself and Menina, the girl that booked it with me, we just walked in and we were like, oh my God, oh my God. I think this, I don't know how this is going to turn. It was fine. It was fine, but I've never in my life been like, you cannot for one second, like zone out. You're going to have to be so on top of your, everything, the choreography, your moves, how you're hitting it, like everything, because they were so incredible. Now, MC Hammer himself was a delight. Like, and this is at the point, because the commercials, he's making fun of himself. Like the whole nationwide commercials, like he's got this mansion, he's got these cars, he's got a Ferrari, and then all of it is gone. And he's like, next thing you know life happens <laughs> you know what I mean? like he lost it all and he was just terrific he's a very godly man I didn't know that but he had a lot to share about that so I don't know I don't remember much but I do remember thinking oh wow I didn't see that coming but he was just yeah it was pretty interesting talked a lot about God talked a lot about direction and passion and stuff and I mean he was just a delight wow so that's it MC Hammer story I mean, I am here, if you, if any of you listening have listened to this podcast or even my other one for any length of time, you know that I love Jesus and I love 90s hip hop. It's even in my book. Okay. I love it. There's literally a podcast episode now on the Time to Pivot podcast that's called Jesus and 90s hip hop. So the fact that his face popped up on the screen, I, I, I just, I was in awe. And now you're telling me that there was like Jesus talk when mm-hmm. you're record I can't I can't I can't and yeah. I'm glad that that was the situation that's very yeah. exciting it is exciting that's very I cool. know okay well I would love them even more all right moving on we just can't, we couldn't just glaze over that you were being very modest in the intro okay. we just needed to go back to that for a second and we'll we'll get back to all of your incredible dance skills as well but like please tell us more about cars sure uh, CARS stands for Controlled Articular Rotations. And this system was created by uh, a wonderful Canadian named uh, Dr. Andrea Spina. He basically spent his, I would say, all of his education and his career trying to funnel down what a chiropractor, physical therapist, manual therapist might try to verbalize to a patient. And he created this umbrella system called the functional range system, which is what I study and teach among other things, but cars lives in there. So cars is basically, can you rotate a joint independently of another joint? Meaning, can you rotate your right shoulder independently of your spine and your hips and are your knees bending? And why is your elbow bending when your shoulder's trying to rotate? It just gives you a really brilliant assessment as to whether or not you have control. And even I like to say intelligence and the joint tissue Because if you don't, then that means your body, because it's brilliant and efficient, is going to be working double time. So if you don't have a left shoulder that works like a left shoulder, then you're going to have a neck and a shoulder and a spine and a a hip, maybe pair of hips that Mm -hmm. are trying to do the job of that one shoulder. 
And that never ends well because they were not meant to do the job of the shoulder. That's why I love it so much. It also got me out of two frozen shoulders and some pretty significant back pain and all other crazy injuries that I sustained from dance and yoga. But it, it is for everyone, no matter what age you are, no matter what your craft is or your lack of a craft or your craft from high school or whatever. I don't know why I keep bringing up high school. All, okay. <laughs> all the things. I mean, I'm so young. That's why, because it was just so recent. So totally just yesterday. It was just yesterday. Well, you do look young and that is what you're all about. You are all about helping us to feel not necessarily what our number age is, but what the work and the movement that we're doing truly reflects in our body. And I love that I actually spoke with you after. So you did this really cool, talk about that really cool exercise you did with us on stage, because it was crazy. I came up to you after and I was like, whoa, just in that brief amount of time, I felt almost like a release. I'm like, I'm doing the motions, the head motions and things right now. It was so nice. But um, talk about what you were asking us to do in order to, see if what you're saying was true, where it's like, you're not just moving one part of your body, but subsequently, like these other parts of your body started to move. Cause maybe they were just like too tense and too tight and too, yeah. you know, whatever you, yeah. you, say, you say the words, that you say it. So <laughs> I had you guys stand up and do net cars. So there's 10 or 12 joints, depending on how you want to break it down that can move individually. And I started with net cars because everyone's got a neck and we needed to stand up. We'd been sitting for a while. Yes. But the interesting thing about net cars is it's very easy to see if you're cheating mm-hmm. because in simply rotating the head and neck by itself, a lot of folks will use their shoulders and their spine and their ribs to flare forward yeah. when in actuality, nothing below your collarbones, below the heads of your shoulders should be moving. The head and neck doing its rotation should just be its own situation. So I think that's what you were talking about. And then the feeling that you experienced, which is what I experienced too, the very first time I did it, it was blood flow, which feels like, it feels like a release. It feels sometimes like lubricating a joint. It feels like, ah, like a breath because blood flow is the language of the body. Not to mention if a joint that is rotational in nature hasn't had an opportunity for blood flow to move into the capsule, then it just feels stuck. Mm-hmm. which would make sense why you can't move a head and neck because you for a decade have been using your shoulders and your ribs to move the neck. Mm-hmm. So why would your neck know to do that on its own unless it's been given the opportunity or you can sure. focus in on it? Yeah. That makes total sense to me. And I don't think I had ever really sort of had that isolated yeah. movement. It was sort of like, if I tried to do something, my whole entire body moved and being a theater girl, you know, one of the things that I studied when we were in college was movement. And I will never forget that I was the girl that my teacher kept walking up to and she would take her hand and she would run it down, start at the top of my head, run it down my neck, all the way down my back in the middle of a scene. I'd be in the middle of practicing a scene and she would come and she would just do like that and go down. And it reminded me, I need to stand up straighter. I need to, because you and I both especially with your dance background. I mean, I did some musical theater for that, but I just like to dance in my spare time. I'm not trying to do it where anybody's actually watching me do movements, but I do love it. You know, 
turn on that 90s hip hop and I can't control myself. Uh, but I always feel tense in the neck and the shoulders. And she would do that as a reminder. And so it would, it would remind me like, okay, I need better posture. You and I both, I would imagine with our theater background and yours as well with the dance, you, you are hand talker, you're a body mover just as you're saying things. And so Talk to me a little bit about what you think she might have been doing when she was just like drawing attention back there because it it was crazy. It just like snapped me out of I was so into the scene and I was leaning forward and we were doing everything, yeah. you know, you're already it, on it. Like, yeah. Well, you're what do you think she was trying to get me to accomplish? I think you're on it. I think you know what it is. So the first thing that comes to mind is tech neck, which is now like a diagnosable term because we spend all this time with our neck jutting forward in flexion, which puts all your scalenes, like all the front throat stuff is just getting, uh, what is the word? Just soft and collapses while the back of the neck, the extensors back here are just like every, mm -hmm. all that stuff, right? So if you are hyper-focused in a scene and you're leaning in, I'm sure just that little bit of feedback because we don't have proprioception of where we are in space for the back body. That's why a lot of people have a hard time. They think their glutes are turned off, which is not really the case. They just have a hard time connecting to them. Usually, I'm not saying for everything, forever and ever, amen. But we have from a proprioceptive standpoint, like where is my body in space? Most people only see what we see in the mirror. That's why we're so disconnected to the back body, the low back, the buttock, the hamstrings, the back of the neck the shoulders, the rounding. So I think her just kind of instinctively doing this to you, put you, it, it would awaken your spinal column. You'd be like, oh, I can stand up straight. I can move around. I don't have to be in this forward forced position, which is, I mean, it's so common. It's really common now, but even for you to be on stage, I'm sure it was coming from a place of just excitement and passion and trying to be in it. You know, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. We're both, you guys can't say we're like throwing our hands in the air, like, oh, we're there, we're talking. Yes. And the reason I wanted you to explain that is because I had that similar feeling when you were on stage and you were talking to us about that because I carry so much of my stress in my neck and my shoulders. And do you feel like when you do so, so, okay, you were talking about your neck doing cars for the neck. Where else might you use that method oh. system? So the full, all the joints, that would be your head and neck, your scapula, your shoulder blades, your shoulders, your actual spine, which has a little bit different of, um, it has just different protocol because flexion and extension, this direction, like rounding forward and extending back are the prerequisite to rotation. Whereas every other joint in the body needs to be able to rotate first before it flexes and extends. So uh, spine, shoulders, elbows, wrists, hips, kneecaps, knees, ankles, toes. Wow. And sometimes fingers. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. And the idea we didn't get to any of that. And I was trying to get us into it. We had a little, we had a snafu in there, bless her heart. But we yeah, did. yeah, we did. It got cut short. You were, I was so like, um, could we maybe do this over? I guess we're going to have to do I it. Know. Spring. Um, we did. We had um, a situation in the audience that happened that was unexpected. And let me just take this yeah. moment to say what an incredible speaker you are, too, because you just oh. that beautifully. You never know when you go up on the stage. I think your theater background kicked in there. <laughs> oh, I think so, too. You know, but in that vein where we say the show must go on, what we all knew at that moment is there was a medical situation that needed all of the attention and no one in the room could have focused on what brilliance you had to share because all of our hearts were going out to somebody who just needed some assistance first. And 
great news is that she bounced back and it was something yeah. that happened to her before. And yeah. so uh, you guys had a great chat after that, but I just, I really thought that you just handled that whole thing beautifully. Oh gosh. Thank you. I, I was brought to tears after, because I think the energy, like it's one thing to be on stage talking about yourself and then having such a clear focus. And then for someone to have a medical emergency like that, that just was all, that was taking all the yoga practice I've ever had to like, you know, to redial in. And then, uh, you know, I was just so upset, but I'm glad she was okay. So thank you for that. I don't know how it turned out. You did such a great job. She was okay. Yeah. Spoke with her yeah. fact as well. So all good there. Yeah. Um, on that note, tell me about like, what happens if someone comes to your class and they are in a place where maybe they have in the past pushed themselves, push themselves. I'm raising my hand here because I have this issue. We won't get into it too much here, but you have talked to me about it. What I thought one time was maybe a hernia situation. Um, then I actually... I feel more and more maybe now, especially because it happened during pregnancy was I just didn't sort of heal correctly after that first pregnancy. And so um, what happens when you've got someone who maybe let's just call it what it is 13 years ago, this happened to me. And I keep going to doctor after doctor after, after doctor. And they keep telling me like, oh, strengthen your core or, oh, you need surgery for this. And somebody else saying, oh, no, you don't need surgery for this because we're not seeing hot mass express been on this train for 13 years. Please get me off of it. I want to know if somebody comes to you and they're like, look, I've gotten lots of different medical advice in the past, or maybe they haven't ever gone to the doctor and they just feel like garbage. What do you suggest? Um, and I'm teeing you up for this because of something that you said to me that was helpful. Do you suggest that they do try to twist their body and turn and do all these basic like acrobats that you see in yoga and all these crazy positions? Or do you suggest that they start really small and not push it in an effort to do what? Yeah. What, what do you think for somebody who's in that situation? That's a case by case situation for sure, because not only are people's pain tolerances different, injuries are different, the the amount of time you've spent investigating said injury different, the the information you've gathered from surgeons or body workers or healers or what all lives on a spectrum. At the end of the day, I want to make sure that my client has agency over what they are feeling in their body. That is the first thing I want you to check in and be like, hey, listen, this is what's happened in the past. I've told I've been told all these different things. And then if I have someone in my Rolodex, which I really do. Did I say Rolodex? Am I 97? I what mean, is it called? Should we say high school again? Because I feel like we have Rolodexes in high school. Uh, contact list, contact list, the Rolodex. And you know what? I feel like the people who are listening to this episode, they had a Rolodex and they had a day planner. <gasps> Remember those? A day Genetic planner. A day planner. They had a day planner. Like with this, good yeah, not the yeah. spiral bound. What's the thing that's like clicks. They may have even had a trapper keeper stop. Trapper keepers. Yeah. We could, we could well, just way off track right now. That's this that. is very 90s, this whole thing. I feel like all the graphics for our episode should be super 90s. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And at some point, just like, too legit to quit. Um, can't touch this. Oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. We have like kid and play doing like things. Over I met kid and play. I met kid and play when I was um, 14 and my very first time to Los Angeles, I was staying at the Oakwood apartments in Burbank. And apparently that's where all the child actors stayed. And then there was kid and play at the jacuzzi. And I was like, I've made it. Yes. I've made it. Incredible. I would have Sorry. not known what to say. I would have not. I known didn't say anything. I just stared at them. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And one more flashback crisscross where they wore their outfits backwards and they jumped around. 
jump, jump around. around. But you're, yeah, yeah. You know. I, know I wonder you. if that's coming back. I feel like H&M is just on the fast track to like bring in every 90s trend. Now it's going to be like, wear backwards. Oh, really? Oh, no. Never thought of that. Oh, my goodness. They People now think that they're inventing things that we did years ago. But you know what? Joke's on all of us because we probably thought that we were doing cutting edge stuff that our parents did back in the day as well. That's 100% accurate. I remember being in the dressing room. My mom's like, that's disgusting. I'm like, this is a brand new look. She's okay. like, it's 100% not. I'm just going to tell you right now, I got really irritated when people were coming on telling us we can't wear skinny jeans or side parts. I got real irritated. I was like, I have time for that. What are you doing to me right now? So anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, quick reminder, you can now get my book in four different ways. Head over to Amazon and search up I've Got You, Girlfriend. The subtitle is Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can find it there on e-reader. That's through the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I have a feeling you may love the audiobook. Again, it's called I've Got You, Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. Okay. I do have a daughter who's about to be 13. So I'm trying to teach her the ways of the past and let her know that her high-waisted jeans with a crop top, but you know, I'm still Jesus freak over here. So I'm like, let's make sure that we look appropriate. Okay. You're not Bring it down. 13 yet. Okay. Okay. But I'm just letting her know mama dressed like that back in the past too. It's not just you. Yeah. Okay. So I think all of this, which I'm here for that kind of tangent always stemmed from the fact that you said Rolodex and you said that if ever you have people in your Rolodex slash contact list on a current cell phone, if you've got somebody, you're going to share it with people. And that's exactly what you did for me. And you were like, try this person. It might feel a little cray cray back to me if it does, but just know there's a method there. Yeah. Talk to us about that. Like who are people that you might recommend somebody to? And also I got to say, I love that you talked about functional, I re- functional medicine. I remember that was something I learned when I moved far, far away from Tennessee and got to LA and people were talking about functional doctors. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. So tell us about people in your um, role. Absolutely. So I pride myself again on being able to refer out because there's plenty of stuff I don't know. I am also not a manual therapist, so I can't technically lay hands on my clients. There are people that are so exceptional in their field, and I have a lot of their numbers, honestly, because I want people to be able to have a resource. Now, I've probably visited them myself and experienced them. Usually, I wouldn't refer someone if I hadn't experienced them, I don't think. I mean, unless it's a special situation, but Ultimately, there are a number of systems out there. So if you're not finding the answers that you need within the system and the structure that you're in, jump ship. Mm-hmm. My father, for instance, uh, was a head and neck surgeon. So I grew up around a lot of medicine. I grew up around, um, he had his own practice. I was there. I would scrub in with him and watch him do surgeries. Like I, I love the human body. I love learning about all the science of that. However, he's also a board certified acupuncturist. So he was Eastern and Western medicine from the get-go, which means that I was always introduced to different systems. And if you are within one system, I, I need you to understand that if it's not serving you, there's something else. I used to tell that to my yoga students. If they were doing Ashtanga and it wasn't working, or they were doing Hatha or Kundalini and it wasn't working, I was like, there's another system that you might need right now. And that's a beautiful thing. You just need the hub of a person or a connector that can 
provide that for you, provide that information or the phone number of the person. So that was, that's what I love to do as well, because I know I don't have all the answers. I have a skill set and I work for some people and I don't work for everyone. And that, if you're being honest, is probably the case for almost everybody, no matter yes. what your industry, right? Well, you know, though, sometimes people will try to be the end all be all and try to Ew. tell you all these things and it's not working for you. And mm -mm. And I'm here for that transparency. I love it. I mean, my mom has listened to every single episode since I started three and a half years ago. Hey, mom, say hi to mom. Hey, mom. I love her. Love her. And she's a nurse. So you would, you would really, you guys would like geek out over the same kinds of things. Uh oh, I warned you. The co host is waking up. He's sleeping behind me and he's stretching. So what? Oh, I, I hear the snort. Just wait. You guys listen. Oh, is he going to do it? He's snoring loudly. I don't know if my mic's picking it up. We'll see. I can't hear it, but I love him. It's a, it's a cute little snort, um, except when you're trying to sleep and then it's not so cute. Okay. So, uh, mom is listening and I brought her up for a couple of reasons because mom has always told me, you don't have to know all the answers. You just got to know where to find it. And back in the day it was Encyclopedia Britannica and now, <gasps> or, it, you know, the Rolodex where you find somebody, but now it is, it's all about just like. Checking in with somebody who you trust, who you feel like is, is doing good work, which I feel like that's you making sure that that person that you're going to is very honest. And if they are not in a position where they feel like they can help you, the fact that you do refer people to other people, I love that so much. So I feel like mom's going to appreciate that. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to my mom for occasionally being in beast mode. She's incredible. Uh, she's about... 23 years older than me. I think she had me when she was 23 and um, she's anti-aging. Nicole, you would be so proud of my mom. She is, Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. He's waking up over here. Okay. Settle down. Now we have a little bit more time to talk. So mom has started getting in the gym and that is her, that that's like her therapy. So she works in the nursing world, which can be highly stressful, very, very busy. She's in charge of all the nurses. There's lots of information. Her brain is incredible. She went to nursing school like at age 17 or something crazy, or maybe even 16. I don't remember. Like she's a little genius. Okay. And I'm so proud of her because I think that she is exemplifying what you want your clients to feel where you don't feel your age you're feeling younger, you're feeling more mobile. So what if someone who's listening today feels like I'm not what I once was, where do I start? How do I, yeah, thoughts on that? Yeah, I would start with the cars routine. I have that on YouTube, I mean, there's many videos. The one I have on YouTube has gotten a ton of views primarily because it was shot professionally and the angles are pretty brilliant. So they had a camera overhead. So when I was doing like wrist cars, which we did at the FinPowered thing, they have an overhead camera so you can see that. The reason I suggest cars is because it is the gateway for all movement. It is what your joints should be doing. And not only is it informative of, oh, my right shoulder is very strange, but my left shoulder feels pretty good. It informs how you train that day. If you wake up, you do your cars routine, you find that your right shoulder and your left shoulder are super achy. Maybe it's just a lower body day. Maybe you don't go full throttle into overhead presses. You know what I'm saying? It becomes very informative, not to mention it's the solution. So not only are you assessing your joints, but by doing the routine, it's the solution. You are creating blood flow. You're creating pathways. You're creating that intelligence that I talked about. And that is where you begin because when the joints start to wake up, again, I use that word because I think it's a real good word for lay people, myself included. I'm like, yeah, I feel awake versus I'm stiff and decrepit and 
calcifying from the inside out. Yeah, which I can feel like sometimes. Yeah, right. I don't like it. I don't like it. That car's routine is my my jump off point. And I also hold assessments. So I will hold a one-on-one assessment, have a person do the car's routine and I'll make notes. And then what we find with those findings, I have homework to program for them so they can expand the range of motion or create more control for those of us that are, uh, I call it hyper-flexible. Some people call it hyper-mobile, but I prefer hyper-flexible. Yeah. So I love start that. there. Yeah. I love that so much how you kind of, you know, how like sometimes if you are a gym goer or you have your regular routine and you're like, oh, it's arm day. Oh, it's leg day. Oh, it's cardio. It's at, I love that you're saying, listen to your body, yeah. um, listen to your body and make sure that on that day, if you're starting to feel a certain kind of way, if it feels off, just not to push it or to just know your limits that day of how much you're going to lean into it. So I really love right. that. Much. Yes, Me yeah. too. Well, let's do, you know, this is the time to pivot podcast. So let's do a little pivot and let's okay. talk about, we're going to, we're going to do a hard pivot. This is very different. Let's talk about this book I'm holding up right now. You have a book and I love that you're not just talking to adults. You have a message in this awesome book, Yoked, which you and your brilliant son, Bo, he's such a cutie patootie. I saw him. He's going to hate that. I call him a cutie patootie. Probably. Sorry. Sorry, Bo. I'm sorry. You're awesome. And you're just hardcore, whatever. He came and saw us after football. Was it a game or practice? That was practice. Yeah, that was practice. He came and saw us when we were at the Grove at Barnes and Noble book signing. Tell us about how this awesome children's book that Landon Hill Press published. Yeah. Tell us about this best-selling book and how it came to be. I love the story of what you and Bo were doing, where it came from, and tell us a little bit about this message. And P.S. My yeah. kids love this book. Oh, that makes that makes it all worth it. When I hear that, I just I explode on the inside. Uh, no, basically, he went through a phase. So I I told him a bedtime story, which was the bare bones of yoked when he was like eight. So he's ten now. This took obviously quite some time to get off the ground, but. He was in a phase. It was COVID times. He's like, I need you to make up stories on the spot. I was like, that's obnoxious and so wrong that we have hundreds of books. I literally buy you books at every turn. He's like, no, just make it up. I was like, this is just my child. It's my child would suggest this. So I feel like you were destined for this though. This is where the theater comes in, right? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I told the story of yoked and at the end of it and it was a little bit rougher and some of it i mean it kind of went on a tangent but at the end he gave me this slow clap and he's like that's real good and i was like yeah i think i think it is pretty good and he goes and falls right asleep and i just stay there staring at the ceiling fan like is that my children's book are we writing a children's book now looks like we're gonna do it how hard can that be Right. Turned out to be a little bit harder than I expected. You had some some trickier things to go through. Yes. That's a whole other podcast episode. And one that perhaps we will get to at some point. Um, Yes, it was a harder road. But thankfully, who do we have that brought Mm -hmm. everything to fruition? We have Samantha Joy. Thank goodness. So she... She really came in and just like picked up the broken pieces. And she was like, this isn't a problem. This is not a problem. We got it. And of course, it still wasn't easy because a lot of the stuff hadn't even been laid in stone, so to speak. But once the momentum started to roll, I was it was done in a matter of months. And I couldn't believe it because it just is the most surreal feeling. What's more surreal is when I hear things like what you just said about your son or when people send me videos of their children reading it, and then they have either 
questions or interpretation of the story that I never thought of. And that's where I get chills because it's a perfect example that when you put a story out there, you think you're doing one thing and it has a ripple effect that you will maybe never understand. And rightfully so, it's not yours to understand. It's for someone else to experience in and of their own world, their own lens. But that's where I just, I get lit up because that was my hope you know, when I wrote it, that it would be entertainment, but that it would speak to the heart of a child and adults. Turns out some adults are like, this is for me, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, for you too. Yes. Yeah, turns out we all needed it too. And I got something from it as well. And um, I even sent you a little video after. So Duke had his first day of school after he had actually, it was probably like his third or fourth time to be reading it, but he was reading it on the way to school. And that, that day, um, first day or first full day of school. No, I think it was the first day because it was a half day. It wasn't even a full day of school. This is my Duke. This is just, he takes tumbles. He is a risk taker. He goes out there, forget the bubble wrap. And he just like, Phew, you just can't stop him. Right. And I'm so excited about that. And the reason I'm saying these things, by the way, if you get this book, which I'm going to put the link in the show notes to get it, because it's so good. I love it so much. My kids love it so much. Um, but he, I'm saying all these things like bubble wrap and things like that, because there's this great message about this character who is an egg and it's an egg family. That's why the book is called Yoked. And um, it just is so interesting because I totally don't want to ruin the punchline, but Duke had to send you a message after because he had taken this tumble. He, it really, I mean, I saw the bruises on the knees, on the like skin, palms of the hands, the elbows, all the things. He was, you know, super tough teacher, first day of school, like comes carpool. And she's like, he's going to be okay, mom. He was a trooper. But at the same time, I was so grateful that this happened right after he read that book because he was truly inspired. And like I said, I don't want to mess up the punchline here, but should I just say what he said? You can say it. He's like, I was like, buddy, are you okay? And he was like, yeah, but mom, it's okay. I think I'm hard boiled. And I was like, oh. I just got chilled. Did you get chilled? I got chilled when I said it. And I was like, oh my gosh, wasn't isn't that the greatest book? So there's this awesome lesson. Anyway, you got to read the book to know what we're talking about, but it's so good. It's so cute. It's an easy read, which even adults need these days. And I love that it came from your brilliant mind of, you know, you guys just needing the actual like wheels to turn and get creative and and create this story yourself. And I also feel really inspired because I was a kindergarten teacher for 15 years. And I have always thought that it would be fun to do children's books and have lots of pages and pages of notes and of one day doing that. And I'm just trying to decide when is the right time. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But I love that. And I love that that's how it arrived was from you telling your kid a story and it's now impacting my kid on the first day of school when he could have completely fallen apart and yet have this beautiful perspective. So just like go you. And can we talk about something that you and I chatted about the other day, because I am just like dying for you to start a podcast of your own. Let's talk about something. You actually were chatting it up with my girl, Lindsay from the podcast boutique. I got a shout out her as well. They have been so helpful in getting my podcast off the ground. Both of them now have two podcasts. Um, So we were chatting about that. And I just want to know what it's like when you feel like you're up against some resistance. Maybe you're feeling like you should be doing something, but you're not really leaning into it for whatever reason. This can go with getting healthier, with moving our bodies. This can go with something in our business 
what's going on maybe on that front for you? And like, how are you feeling like you're kind of pivoting out of this? Like, "Mm, I don't think I want to do that. Or that's going to be a lot of work to actually considering doing that in your life. How are you feeling about that these days? Well, I've been feeling so jazzed about starting a podcast for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Do I have a podcast? No, I don't page, but I did talk to Lindsay and she just sold me on all the things. So I, soon enough, there will be a podcast. And then when this episode airs, maybe I'll have a little bit more to say about that. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the, it's funny that you brought that up because I just made an Instagram reel today. I had read this book, which I brought out because specifically I wanted to show you the war of art, the war of art breakthroughs, oh, break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles by Stephen Pressfield. I saw a clip. Now I'd read this book years ago and he has many, he has many books, but it completely dawned on me when I saw this clip and he said, whatever it is, that thing that you want to do, and you are met with more and more and more resistance around it. He's like, that's the thing. That's the thing you're doing. And I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, that's exactly it with the podcast. I just keep putting up walls. I'm like, well, should I go with these people? What if I don't like that title? What should I dial it down more? No, just stop. Mm -hmm. Stop with all that. Start moving forward. Start taking forward action. And then I had the call with Lens and see things are starting to, they're starting to snowball, which, so my point being, yeah, you feel resistance about whatever it is. If it's starting a workout program, if it's getting, you know, your joints back on track, if it's starting a podcast or a second podcast, just do the thing that is providing the resistance because the more you step into that, you're going to find that people step up for you. You have more connections than you thought you did. The resources are there. You have the knowledge that you don't think that you have now. It will, it will somehow appear. It always does. It magically does. And that's where I get really, uh, I just get all the shivers on the inside because I know that something good is in the works and it's a small little hill to climb in the meantime, but leaning into that is where, where the magic occurs in my experience, at least. Absolutely. And before you wrote a children's book and published a best-selling children's book, did you know how to write a children's book and publish a best-selling children's book? No, ma'am. No, No, ma'am. I did not know how to do a podcast. I knew I listened to them and I love them so much. And I knew that the pandemic happened and we were masking up and quarantining and I couldn't go in people's homes to organize. What am I going to do to keep my business afloat? I decided to start a podcast and I, if you know me, am the least tech savvy person on the planet. I don't like it. I get anxiety just thinking about tech. And so thinking like starting a podcast sounds awful. And then you put it out there and suddenly if the timing is right, God's going to start dropping those people in that have the resources, like you said, the know-how, the knowledge. And I am a huge fan of asking for help ask for help. We do not have to do these things on our own. Mm-hmm. It's not a solo mission. It's in the subtitle of my book. This is not a solo mission. It is not. We got to ask for help. So I am very excited for you exploring what it might look like to actually get a podcast out into the world. And, um, and yeah. just like you don't know how to write a book or you don't know how to parent, we're still learning that every day, every you day. Still do it. And you figure it out as you go and you enlist the help of your awesome village. Got to say hi to Jamie because Jamie's all about the village, right? If I'm going to say yeah. that, this is another person I'm dying to have on the podcast. We got to get yeah. her before soon, baby. Yeah. Seriously. Any minute now. Don't say it though. We always feel like we're jinxing her. We're like, she's got two months, two months. Oh my gosh. No, we got to get her on and talk because she was fantastic. We met her at, or I met her at Fem Powered Live too. Did you know her before? 
Oh yeah. I've oh. known her for a few years. Yeah. Oh, she's so, she's so dreamy. Yeah, she I is. Love, her. love this whole community. All right. Well, honestly, this just is something that I was looking forward to ever since I met you. I mean, you were standing up on stage talking, we were doing net cars, hanging out, having some fun. And the whole time I'm like, how do I get her on my podcast? She is. You just ask. Cause she, she jump right in. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I am going to put a few different links in the show notes for everyone. I don't know if you can see me right now. I'm literally holding this dog back. Who's like chewing oh, my fingers at the moment. Are you seeing my arms? Like I'm trying to corral this crazy pup. Look at this face. Look at this face. Oh my I goodness. Love face. Look at your rabbit ears. He's oh, like rabbit eat ears. your face off mush nose. It's ridiculous. Could you please, my co-host, could you please help me wrap up this episode by saying we are going to have that link to Yoked, this best-selling children's book in the show notes. You got to check it out. We are also going to have, I've got his paws up right now pointing We are also in the show notes going to have uh, information to get to you on Instagram, on your website. And I would love to drop in the link. If you'll send me the link to the YouTube where you were talking about like the good angles and all that kind of stuff. I think that would be super valuable. I know I want to check that out right now after I get off the call with you. So um, any other ways, tell us who you are on Instagram and where we can find you on the interwebs. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah. On the on the Instagram, it's just my name, Nicole Shaka, S-C-I-A-C-C-A. That's such a phonetic fun time right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on TikTok, it's the Nicole Shaka, which I started to blow up on TikTok because I was offering all this mobility content. And I just love it there. The folks on TikTok are just really responsive and lovely worldwide. They're just, I love it on TikTok. Um, so you can find me there on the socials and then sweatandstillness.com. And I'm going to send you a link for YouTube. I don't do a lot with YouTube, but when this podcast gets going, maybe I will. Yeah, absolutely. And the podcast boutique does YouTube channels as well. They did mine. Good to know. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love you like crazy. So I love you back. Oh, thanks girl. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, All right, you guys check out all of these links. Nicole, you've been a dream guest. Thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to soon being able to drop a link to your podcast in all the places. I'm so excited. Thank you. It's going to be great. Thank you. I appreciate it. It is. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. All right. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you again, Nicole, for being on. And I will talk to you very soon. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, babe. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. If it was helpful for you, I'd love for you to head over to Apple Podcast, hit that fifth star and write a review. Want to book me to speak at your next event or work with me one-on-one to get clarity around your gifts, how to serve others and go from stuck and stressed to focused and fulfilled? Reach out on the contact page at everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on social at everythingwithstylemom. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. And mom boss, remember this, your gifts are meant to be shared. Don't keep them to yourself and stay in your comfort zone. This is your time to pivot. Pivot.